0: All right, it's interview time again on the Showcast. Uh, this week, our guest plays the very funny Edgar Quintero on the very funny dark comedy "You're the Worst," uh, which will air its season two premiere September ninth at ten thirty on FXX. We want to welcome to the show Desmond Borges. How did I do? Oh,
1: that was perfect, brother. Look, you're natural. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? I'm doing.
1: I'm doing. Things going great, man. How are you doing?
0: Good. Good. Yeah. Happy to, happy to have you on with us. Um, oh, Thank you for having me.
1: I'm happy to
0: be on. Great. Um, I do want to get right into uh, some questions about You're the Worst just because I enjoy it so much. Um, <laughs> for my money, it's the best comedy on FX, FXX and Fox and all those channels that are affiliated. Uh, but for those people who are absent-minded enough to not have watched it yet, tell us a little bit about the show and uh, your character. Uh,
1: well, you know, I think the show is a uh, really dark, twisted, romantic comedy that follows around four early 30-somethings who, at the onset, seem like they don't believe in love. But deep down, they really do. And they uh, try everything to obtain it, including ruining their lives and ruining everyone else's lives around them. And, uh, I play, uh, Edgar Quintero, who is, uh, Jimmy's best friend and living sort of, um, <laughs> butler, uh, <laughs> for cheap rent. Well, I, I, uh, I uh, cook his food and I clean his house, uh, in exchange for, for, for rent. And, uh, I, um, had two tours in Iraq and I am suffering from PTSD and I'm a former drug dealer. And uh, I really love to cook and watch rachel ring
2: yeah or who, no. who doesn't
1: <laughs> you know, no no uh, Edgar, not Desmond, although Desmond can probably most of those you could check off not be p t s d former drug dealer uh <laughs> or butler, but uh, I do like to cook, and uh you know if Rachel Ray's on, I'll watch her, and I, I prefer Giada, but
0: you know you can always you <laughs> well you can't yeah, off I,
2: yeah Giada's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you uh, you mentioned your character has uh, PTSD, but the show, I mean, it really yeah. appeals to fans who enjoy a darker and drier humor, and it even takes that kind of approach on uh, PTSD. And obviously your character and the entire cast has a great job of delivering that darker, drier humor uh, brand. What can, can we expect a little bit more of that same tone in season two from You're the Worst?
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. I, you know, I've been, I, I've been kind of explaining it like, imagine the four of us are walking down a street and you see a rabbit hole and one of us falls in and the other three try to grab that one as they're falling and pull that one out, but then we all slowly start to fall in uh individually and we fall darker and deeper and crazier and sexier and, and, and weirder and sadder and funnier and darker and then it just spits us out when it's done with us. So this season is like, you know, we um we touch on a couple of different issues um that are you know, just as heavy as PTSD um throughout throughout the season, but with other characters, not just specifically looking at and edgar through that lens and um even though it's still very funny i think we we, we really touch on a, a, a much darker side
2: of the four of these characters this season is it is it another uh 10 episodes this season for season two uh 13 this season. awesome perfect yeah i, I know yeah. a lot of times you know you, you start out with the 10 and you grow. 13 is such a great number i, I think a lot of Shows are kind of moving towards that 13 and I think it's, it's a good, it's like a perfect number because 24 sometimes can get a little drag, you know, a little dragging, I guess yeah. is the right word. Uh, but 13 is a yeah. perfect number and, and, uh, well, no,
1: and it's a perfect number to shoot too. Cause you know, I mean, you still, it's only like four months out of the year as opposed to like a 23 worth 10 months. And you know, I mean, it, even though, we all love each other, and the writing's amazing. And FX gives us an amazing playground to play in. You know, ten months of doing anything—you know, twelve to sixteen hours a day, five days a week—that I mean, that's just you know, like it's, it gets it gets it gets difficult to do.
0: Yeah, it's too much. You can say it. It's okay. We won't. We won't tell anybody. It's just yeah, too much. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I'd love. You know, I mean, if if we, if we were doing twenty three episodes, I mean, I I. I love the story we tell so damn much that you know I'd sign up for it. But I have other friends who are on other shows, and just by the time they get around to like eight, nine, and ten, they're just really their bodies are so physically exhausted from yeah. the hours that you know I, I we feel very lucky that you know our season is uh, I guess compact but full in those thirteen episodes. You know I think we really get to tell a pretty awesome arc over those thirteen and, and take the audience on a on a on a cool ride.
2: Yeah. And I mean, you had mentioned how you guys all do like each other last year for season one, we did talk to Chris, uh, definitely oh, was yeah. a really fun person to talk to. I guess he's back in the UK now, but, um, the, the whole cast they, you guys all just seem to really get along. How, how do you think that helps when you guys are kind of on screen with, with the chemistry?
1: I think it helped tremendously. I think, uh, you know, a a, a lot of the, I mean, a lot of what was written about the show was just how great the chemistry was between Chris and I, uh, and then uh, eventually the four of us once like the show, once we got around episode four or five and the show really started intermixing the four of us together. And um, I think that started from our very first day when we had a table read. After we got done with the table read, we were all like, fuck it, let's go get an in it, some In-N-Out Burger. So we just, kind of, <laughs> you know, we went and got In-N-Out Burger and just kind of like started hanging out. And, you know, um, it's, uh, I mean, it definitely, you know, continued uh, into this year even more so. And, and with the rest of the people that we have that are recurring, you know, with Alan McCloy, who plays Paul, and, uh, you know, um, Alan Maldonado and Daryl Brett Gibson, who plays Shifting and Honey Nuts. And uh, Brandon <laughs> Michael Smith, who plays Sam. I mean, these you know, we're all around all the time. Todd Robert Anderson, who plays uh, 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 man Vernon, And then Janet Barney, you know, who who <laughs> plays uh, Lindsay's sister, Becca. I mean, we see these people all the time. And then we also choose to hang out with them while we're not shooting, you know, which I I guess is rare, you know, when it, when I think about it with all of the projects that I've ever worked on, uh, especially within television. But I I think because of that reason, you know, when we get out, when we get out there together, we're just so, so damn eager to play.
2: Yeah. I think it, I think it shows. And, And like I said, last year, we talked to Chris next time you see him, make sure you, make sure you mention him. We had, we had talked to him somehow because he, he mentioned he likes to cook too. And somehow grilling came up oh, yeah. and we had, we had <laughs> mentioned, um, we had, we had seen like this list of odd things you can grill. Um, and what on the <laughs> list, on the list was watermelon and we had mentioned it to him and he told us he was going to try grilling watermelon and send us, tweet us a picture. And he never did. Jerk <laughs> oh, well, I'll
1: get, I'll get on him about that. I mean, next time I see him grill some watermelon. Uh, <laughs> Which is funny because you can. I have grilled watermelon before, but it has to be uh, really quick and not on crazy high heat because once it gets past that point, it'll just become gooey and melt.
2: I was going to say, it's Um, it's mostly water.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to to kind of imagine that you're doing like a quick char on it, you know, just to get some grill marks and to add some heat to the outside. But the inside, you still want want it to be crunchy and cold. Cause I mean, that's the whole, you know, sort of, sort of effect of it. You know, it's like kind of taking that, uh, that sweet and salty mixture, which I love. That's my favorite, you know, like give me some salted caramel ice cream with oh, some, yeah. uh, pret- some pretzel pieces pieces and like a little bit of peanut butter in that shit. And I'll eat the hell off of it, you know? Nice. Like, I love that combination. So when you do, when you do something like that with something that's sweet, you pop it on the grill and give it that sort of, you know, that duality—it's uh—it's really
2: something. Well, now that I know it works, I'll have to try it.
1: Mm.
2: Desmond's yeah, not faking these cooking sure, chops. Make sure you don't
1: get... leave it on there for too long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and I'm curious now that you mentioned uh, how close you guys are uh, as a cast, uh, because there is a lot of deadpan. There's a lot of deadpan lies and or lines, and there's obviously <laughs> no laugh track on the show either. Um, so, just in between scenes, how often are you guys having fun and and breaking while you guys are doing some scenes? Because they're all really funny, but there's no laugh track, and you guys are pretty deadpan the whole time.
1: I will have to say that our gag reel this year wasn't as entertaining as it was last year. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I think because of a, a lot of the comedy is intertwined in some of these serious issues that we're talking about. That it get that. Um, you know, we'd be in it, we'd be in some like real deep shit, and then all of a sudden a line would come out, and your tendency would want to be the break, but the line after that gets really back into some deep shit, (laughs) so you can't really do it all that much, but I will say, you know, there are times when there are just things that that some of us are doing that become so damn ridiculous that you just can't, you, you, you just can't help but laugh, and especially when you got like, Heather, she's just like, you never, it, the, the best thing about her is you never know exactly what's going to come out of her mouth. She's so damn brilliant <laughs> yeah. that, you know, I remember, I remember one time last year, she like, I think it was like episode three, right after she got her her, her mouth wired shut, when like she walked in and we all looked at her, one of the takes, she just slapped herself in the face <laughs> right as the camera pan to her and then started the wire. And me and I and Chris looked at each other because the camera wasn't on. We were like, "What the fuck?" And we just started laughing. And it was like one of the funniest moments that we yeah. had at that time when we had to like start retaking the thing. Um, but yeah, there's uh, you know, there, I mean, we we get our fair share. I just think we had less breaking this year because of some of the the, the issues that we're that we're talking about in these things.
0: And you you mentioned uh, Heather Heather, um, and she is. Um, it's, she's kind of like your love interest but not really love interest like it's kind of obviously it's Chris and I and then it, and then you two are the friends of of Chris and Aya. Um so nice. how is how's your chemistry kind of involved there?
1: well you know I mean I think I think last year we saw them become uh, uh, really good friends strangely enough and, uh, and and a few episodes you know the one where they realized her sidekicks and then of course, at the end when she kills. This Woman's Work by Kate Bush. I mean, heather uh, has got such an amazing voice. She like killed that song. And um, it's pretty obvious why Edgar, you know, becomes infatuated with her. And then we see that throughout the beginning portion of the season. He's, you know, we pick up about a week after where we left off season one and he's even more infatuated. And um, she knows this and she uses it to her advantage just like uh, a worstie would. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then from, and then, and, and then from there, I won't say too much more because I don't want to give away what happens, but, um, we each go on individual journeys and continue to meet up as the season progresses. Um, so, um, it becomes complicated, but really fun. I
2: cool. I know a lot of, uh, actors and, and everyone involved in shows start live tweeting and stuff. And you are one of the, a small handful of, of, guests we've had that actually you had followed us on Twitter before we had you on. Some people follow us after you had followed us. Probably we probably tweeted about like Chris or something, and then you were nice enough to follow us and you seem pretty active. Uh, So I'm kind of want to give the people a taste so they can go ahead and follow you at Desmond Borges or Borges. B-O-R-G-A-E-S I know. <laughs> I know I know there uh, you go. what what can followers of you expect when they go to your Twitter page uh,
1: you know um, you know puppies uh, <laughs> horses no um, uh, let's see on Mon- on Mondays I'm usually uh, working on hashtag materialistic monday where i talk about clothes or <laughs> um, good. Um, bad clothes that people wear or clothes that we like to wear and then on wednesdays i like to do a little sports wrap wednesday w in the wrap there
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: where i talk all things uh sports you know whatever whatever's kind of going on and then on Fridays, I do a little hashtag food friday and that seems to be everyone's favorite, where we just kind of exchange recipes and photos of dope-ass food that we've eaten or that we want to eat, um, and that's pretty cool. And then, of course, you know, things that are happening with the show, behind-the-scenes stuff with the show, um, stupid videos that we make, and, uh, I don't know, anything that kind of, you know, gets me going artistically, you know, if I'm at the Whitney or I, I was just in Spain for a couple of weeks, so I, there's a bunch of photos that are up, their uh, Twitter and on my Instagram right now of like uh, the Prado and the Picasso Museum and the Sofia Arena um, and the Dali Museum and um, a bunch of food from Spain there too. So that's kind of the the area in which I live. And of course, you know, now I'm just retweeting stupid Donald Trump quotes. Like, <laughs> my job, there's just so many of them infiltrating the Internet. It's like hard not to jump in on that action.
0: He's <laughs> got it all mapped out for the week, too. I like that. It's a good plan.
1: Uh, well, you know, I figured it was, it, 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 it's easier when you have that, that sort of regimen because I know kind of what I should be listening to or reading up on or watching for, you know, conversations that I want to have. And, you know, people are super cool and, 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 and like to talk about that stuff, too. So I feel like uh, I get to know, you know, my followers just as much as they get to
0: know me. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Moving away from the the on-screen stuff, uh, so to speak, a little bit, you've done a lot of stage work uh, as well, I read. And Uh I also read that uh, You're the Worst kind of came at the perfect time for you because you just wanted a break from the theater. Um, Are there any thoughts now that, I mean, I guess we're two years out from that now, are there any thoughts of getting back uh, in the theater and where you started?
1: Oh, yeah, so bad, so bad. We were looking we've been looking for the right play for about a, a year now and mm-hmm. I've auditioned for a, a couple of things that unfortunately did not go my way. Um, but, um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm itching to get back in the theater and, uh, tell a, tell a new awesome story and, and have live interaction with audience members every night. And, um, and, and hopefully I'll get to stay here in New York, man. I mean, I you know, I enjoy going out to L.A. and shooting because I love everyone there so much. But I'm, I'm a Sydney boy. I, I, I like my sub-land walking around and uh, the East Coast weather. Um, so uh, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to jump out a play as soon as possible.
0: Nice. Yeah. Do, you, do you like to keep it comedic there? Or do you like to go a little bit more serious and away from the dark comedy stuff? Or uh, do you have a preference?
1: Um, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I like doing it all and, uh, I, you know, I, I would have to say I'm just probably looking for something that's different than the stories we tell on You're the Worst right now, you know, because those are just written so well and they're so fine tuned that I'd like to just, you know, exercise a, a different part of the muscle. Um, so, you know, if it's something that's traumatic that comes my way or, Comedic, or you know, farcical, or satirical—like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty ready to jump on. You know, and yeah. um, the, the, the thing that I miss most is just doing it live every night. There's just a rush about that that I love so much. You know, and you, uh, you know, we're on set, and even though we, you know everyone laughs every once in a while, you don't really—it's it, not really the same effect. Like you know that the scene's going well, but there's nothing like you know, hearing the way that you're affecting the audience. Um, so I miss that the
2: most. Yeah. And, and we're East coasters. So anytime, uh, we hear somebody likes to stay on the East coast, we have to fully support it. So,
1: um. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Oh God. It's been like, I've been back for like two and a half days now and I'm just like soaking it in. I'm trying to walk, <laughs> walk everywhere, even though my body's like six hours ahead of ahead still. Yeah. So I'm, the past two nights i woke up at three in the morning and my body's like, get up dude. It's 9am. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Let's go start the day." Uh, so that's been kind of weird. But hopefully that'll transition over soon.
2: <laughs> I, I know you got to get going real quick though. Um, I had seen this on, on IMDB, so I don't, sometimes it's not the most accurate thing in the world, but do you have a, a role coming up in a new HBO comedy or is that, um, maybe just like a one episode type of deal?
1: Yeah, no, I shot I, I, I shot a guest star on the first episode of um Divorce, the new HBO show um, by Sharon Organ starring uh Sarah Jessica Parker and Thomas Hayden Church. Um uh, as far as I know it's only gonna be that episode. Um, if if it expands I would I would love that. They were fantastic people to work with. So mm-hmm. that that would that would be super awesome. But as far as I know it's just just that
2: one uh one guest
0: star spot in the uh, the pilot episode. Okay. Cool. Uh yeah. well like like Adam said we're yeah. a little bit over time here but we'll let you go. Uh but we do appreciate oh, you spending no time with us. Um and you guys oh, can go ahead Yeah, you guys can go ahead and follow Desmond uh at Desmond Borges. It's D E S Yeah. D E S <laughs> M I N B O R G E S on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Um, and as I mentioned before, I think You're the Worst is probably the best comedy on the FX networks right now. Uh, so be sure to catch the season two premiere September 9th at 10.30 on FXX right after the league uh, this year. And, and there's still plenty of time to binge watch season one of You're the Worst as well on FX now to get caught up. Uh, thanks again, Desmond, man. We appreciate this. It was a good time.
1: Oh, great. No, uh, thanks for having me. And also making... Uh, catch season one on Hulu we're on Hulu as well
0: oh perfect cool Uh, so yeah we'll be back with more of the showcast uh, right after this